At the end of a hard week, it's great to sit down, take some time off, and watch some football. So do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag. No one gives you more ways to win than they do. MyBookie's got the fastest payouts and better lines than any other sports book. Join now and MyBookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code NFLGAMEDAY to activate the offer. That's promo code NFLGAMEDAY. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Pop it cause it's Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Pop it cause it's Shanghai Chronicles, hey. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got the tea. If you don't pop it with me, he. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got Shanghai. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got Shanghai. Chronicles, hey. Shanghai. Chronicles, Shanghai. Damn America, twerk is something. What you won't do? I got the tea. Shanghai Chronicles. Shanghai Chronicles. Hey, twerk it, twerk it, twerk it. Shanghai. Hey, hey, Chronicles. Shanghai Chronicles. Shanghai. Hey, good people. Welcome to Shanghai Chronicles. I hope you guys missed me. I was in Atlanta. I turned up with my girls. I had me a good ass fucking time. And Atlanta is very popping. The food is good as shit. And everybody down there is thick. And if you want to get thick, you need to go to Atlanta, okay? I'm telling you that right now. So this is episode 73. We're calling this episode KKK, which stands for Kardashian Clout Killers. I want to give a shout out to my boy, Sean. Happy birthday, Sean. We came up with the concept and the title of this show. So I just want to shout out him before we get started. So I hope everyone had a good work week, but we got a lot to discuss. So let's get into the show. So damn America, Bernie Sanders. He is not a Democrat, people. A lot of people, you know, are very happy that Bernie is running for the presidential campaign for 2020. A lot of people are very upset that he lost against Hillary to be, you know, like the nomination. Because a lot of people did go out there and vote for Bernie. But I guess, you know, everything didn't fall through. I guess everyone was, you know, backing up Hillary. But the thing that's so funny with Bernie is that... He has a lot of different ideas on healthcare, free college, criminal justice reform, which is really a big thing right now with the criminal justice reform with the whole Meek doing his thing with Robert Kraft, Jay-Z, um, Van, uh, oh, Van from uh, CNN and um, some of the, you know, the 76ers owners, things like that. So, you know, prison reform is a really big thing. Um he just like you know his whole idea and everything is like shifting the entire democratic party and his you know like just his his vision for the country all of that so a lot of people i guess i don't know if a lot of people i'm not going to say that put it like this Bernie is just not going to be your typical Democrat. The Democratic Party right now, 
any party right now is, you know, really letting the people down. That's Republican Party, Democratic Party. You know, at this point, a lot of people I feel are just going to be independents, which is basically fine. It's perfect because what it is with your independent, you can, you know, decide and waver what you feel based off of what that person is bringing to the table. You don't even have to vote for your independent person that's probably running, but some people do vote for them depending on what their values are. You just basically feel like, okay, you know what? This person is talking what I like. I'm liking what I'm hearing. I'm just going to go ahead and vote. I'm not going to be a part of a party. And I think right now, with everything that's going on in society, a lot of people are shifting that way because both parties, like I said, are just being disappointing. Um, the candidates that we have for the parties are being disappointing. And also a lot of people, black people, have, you know, grown up and, you know, in their minds have basically said like, you know, I'm a Democrat. Like that's the party that they shift us to. I'm a Democrat. And then you do have some they have done their research about the Democratic Party. They have also done their research about the Republican Party. And they feel that some black people are Republicans. And they feel like Republicans represent them based off their values or their beliefs. But right now, in the year of 2019, I can say that no American is really sticking to their party. Not one person. And I may be wrong. I may need to go around and take a survey. I don't know. But with politics being such a you know, sensitive topic, I probably don't want to go around and do a fucking survey at all because people probably would get very offended. But in my own mindset, just talking to certain people, I don't feel that nobody is a part of any type of party. Um, also with Bernie, he's not, like you said, like he's not a Democrat. You know, after he ran uh, in the Democratic uh, prim uh, primary, he just, you know... He just feels different from majority of his, you know, peers. Uh, in this article that I read, they said that after all, he is running in the Democratic primary and he has just signed a silly Democratic National Committee pledge to govern as a Democrat if elected president. So if Sanders principles conflict with the party or whatever, like, I put it like this. If, if his beliefs conflict with what the Democratic Party believes, either way, he's going to stick with his principles. He's going to fight. He's not going to let the Democratic Party overrule what he believes, which is free education, health care, the prison. Like, he's not going to let that overrule what he thinks. And I think that is good with him. Um, we already know, like... Hmm... When I, uh, let me put it like this, it's, there's so much stuff with this that I want to say, but I just don't want to, you know, offend anybody. But when I looked at Bernie's interview in The Breakfast Club, he, he did say a lot of things that struck well with me, that set well with me. Um, a lot of things that I feel that I do like and I do agree with. But this is what I want to say to some people. Yes, we have seen Bernie in pictures during the civil rights movement and we have seen him around, you know, black people. And I think that is what really steered people to like vote for him. 
I think they see these pictures, they see that he's with the community and he's about the community, but I do encourage everyone to really do your research because just because we see people with us and we think, you know, people are about us because they're photo with us and they're marching with us, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're for us. That doesn't necessarily mean that they have our greater interests in heart. Um, I feel with the way that the world is right now in 2019, I think the only people that can be for us is us. I don't think there's no politician out there right now that can really be the voice for black people. I think we have to stand up and be the voice for ourselves. And I'm not knocking Bernie. I'm not knocking what he stands for. But I feel that with things the way they were with Trump getting into office and you know Trump used to be a Democrat and now he switched over to be Republican and I honestly think like this was just like a, a bet for him like yo if I run for president I bet I probably won't win and it I honestly think this is still a shock to him that he has fucking won and I think now with that being said, I think people really, 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 really need to research their candidates and really need to understand, you know, their principles and their values of what they feel, you know, the world or the country should be like. Um, of course, you know, Barack Obama, he was our first black president. Everybody was very excited. Everybody was, you know, still wants him to this day. And I feel that, and I may get some pushback with this. I may get a lot of like heat for this, but I feel like a lot of people really just voted for Obama because they, he looked like us. And I feel, even though a lot of people, I have spoken to some that feel that Obama really didn't do much. He didn't really help us. A lot of people thought that he was going to, you know, do so much for the black community. And I feel like the situation that he went into with his presidency, he had a lot of cleaning up to do. And of course, it always takes the black man, the black woman to clean up the mess. So I feel like with this, with Bernie and this subject with him not, you know, he's not a Democrat. I feel like a lot of people are going to like use that against him. A lot of people are not going to actually understand, you know, what his values are, what he stands for, what he believes and what he believes the country should be. And I want people to honestly like just wipe that out of their vision, wipe that out of their mind that he's not a Democrat. Let's just look at Bernie Sanders as someone that has core values, someone that has good principles, someone that believes that these certain things should not be occurring. Free college, I'm with it, Bernie, okay? I'm fucking with it because a bitch right now, student loans, it's, it's, it's a bitch, okay? So I'm with it. And to be honest with you, not saying that education is not important, but when we go to college, half of us are not even in the fucking majors that we went to college for, that our parents struggled to pay four years for, and that half of the students are in debt for. So I'm really, really, really about that free college. So like I said, you know, this whole thing with him not being a Democrat, I think this is just something that is going to maybe shift people um, to maybe vote for him or shift people not to vote for him because a lot of people may be standing by their party. I'm not sure. Um, but I just encourage people to do their research on him. Um, I've had, you know, look certain things up with him. And like I said, right now, He's the only person to me that has stand out as far as, you know, a Democrat candidate. Um, I'm not about Kamala Harris. I'm not about the Cory Bookers. I'm not about any of them. And it's just based off of me just researching them, looking up certain things, like just 
things that I just don't, you know, stand for. Uh, so we'll see how this goes. But I, I, I think that this is good. I think that this election is going to be a tough one coming up only because, um, a lot of people, you know, still want Trump. A lot of people don't want Trump. And then it's just more so too, like a lot of the states are also like Florida, for instance, I know they're changing like their voting laws when it comes to like people that's been in jail, criminals and stuff like that. So that's like taken away from votes. So I just encourage people to really look into their candidates. Um, who cares if, you know, he's not a Democrat. I mean, damn America, he's not a fucking Democrat. Oh, well. Who cares? Um, so the Democratic Party, it, it really hasn't done much for us. I know I know black people, they're so about, you know, yelling and saying they're a Democrat. And, you know, that's what we were raised upon to be. And um, I feel like things like that, we just really need to just educate ourselves, really, when it comes to this politics now, because the politics right now are just so crazy and so heavy that we just feel that we know everything. But there are little small outlines of details that we fail to look into and realize. So with that being said, I have no problem with Bernie being a, that he's not a Democrat. I encourage him to continue to voice his opinions, continue to fight for what he believes in. And I honestly hope that he gets this uh, vote to be on this ballot. So I I'm rooting for you, Bernie. Hey, I'm not a Democratic either. I'm independent. So we, we, we see eye to eye, okay? So let's get into our other damn America. So our other damn America, gardening while you're black. So a Detroit urban farmer he was i guess in his lawn area and he basically was gardening so this woman is three women they made the national headlines they accused this detroit urban farmer of attempting to burn down their houses and murder them and now he's suing them for three hundred thousand dollars in damages so this guy, he's 32 years old. His name is Mark Peeps. He made a mission to like re, re like ramp his old neighborhood, and it's a Hunt Park. So it's a park that's located, um, on like the Detroit East Side. So he decided that you know he wanted to go to the park and do a little gardening, like you know make it look very presentable, make it look nice, like how the white neighborhoods have, and these women they decided they wanted to call the police on him um after they found themselves disgruntled by his gardening projects and <laughs> they claimed that he he stalked them and he made threats of arson and murder against them which we all know the thing that is which we all know that is so not true the thing that is so funny about um white people and I don't want to you know come off racist because I'm definitely not at all but this is the thing that's just so funny to me with them they go out here they spend this money to get plastic surgery filter fillers uh um butt boobs everything and 
it's crazy that all this stuff that they're doing is because one, we all know they have low self-esteem probably. And two, they want to look like us. They want to have the perfect lips. They want to have the perfect nose. They want to have the perfect eyes, boobs, butt, figure. But then they use the I'm scared of them card. Like, that shit is so baffling to me. Like, I've never understood that shit ever in my life. Like, how the fuck are you so-called scared of us, but you want to look like us? So, they hear this man, minding his own business, doing something for the neighborhood, being a good civilian. He's trying to, you know, build the neighborhood up. And y'all scared. Y'all claim he threatened him, threatened y'all and all this other bullshit. Oh, but it's okay for y'all to go on y'all Saturday or y'all Sunday and team up and garden. I guess black people were just not educated enough to know about gardening, huh? Even though our ancestors been out there in the fucking fields picking and slipping and all other type of bullshit. I guess we're just not educated enough to know about any gardening skills. I guess the only people that should know that is the Europeans, the whites. They're the only ones that should know about gardening. So they charged the farmer with three counts of stalking. And then they dismissed it, of course, due to fabricated allegations. And they lied under oath, pretty much. So this man here, yet again, he is arrested in front of his children. So y'all embarrassed him in front of his in front of his kids after he's showing his kids what to do in the community that's right, how to be a leader, how to, you know, just be a positive person. And here y'all bitches go. And y'all create this theory in your mind. And y'all take this shit to court, wasting fucking Detroit dollars, okay? Wasting tax dollars, wasting people's time to have this presented to the court. And then you get a damn fucking lie. You lie. So, my man decides that he gonna charge them bitches. And, I, and I'm for it. Charge them. Get them for whatever they got. Get it for their fillers. Get it for their eyeglasses. Get it for their fucking contacts. Get these bitches for whatever they got. So, he filed a lawsuit against them. He um, basically said that he comp um, comprised to accuse Mark. So, okay. So, the lawsuit filed last week alleged the women conspired to accuse Mark of various crimes that they knew or had reason to know he did not commit. So it also demands the three pay up $300,000 in damages, including lawyer and court fees due to the nine months of harassment that he suffered. And I'm with it. Get it for, get him for everything. Everything. Designer shit they got. Any fucking thing they got. Get him. Get him for it. So... Of course, this is the whole gentrification thing that everybody in their city is experiencing and seeing. They basically um, wanted to keep him out of the neighborhood because he's black. And they basically also told the people that he has uh, pan-African colors and a flag and he owns and their gang colors. How the fuck y'all know what gang colors are? And honestly, what, what is gang colors? C can y'all tell me? Can y'all? So red, black. I'm guessing the pan-African colors are what? Red, black, 
great. So those are gang colors, red, black, and bitches, please. Okay? Please. So it's just like typical white people, they want to control everything. They want to control their neighborhood. And when shit happens in a neighborhood that is real live shit, they're always the ones on TV. Oh my God, this never happens in this neighborhood. This neighborhood is so quiet. Ever since I moved here, bitch, it happens. It it, it happens. Violence is everywhere. Just like gardening is everywhere. So y'all decide that y'all want to come in this all black neighborhood. And since y'all moved in, y'all think that y'all gonna push him out hell no no leave him there and i hope he got a good ass job i hope he can afford his mortgage i hope that he keeps doing whatever the fuck he doing to piss y'all off because i don't know why the fuck y'all think that just because y'all move up in these neighborhoods that every black person is supposed to move out every black person is supposed to tiptoe around y'all every black person is not supposed to go about their daily lives just because y'all done moved into the fucking neighborhood no and i'm telling y'all this gentrification shit this shit is real this shit is live in effect okay and me living in dc and me being a washingtonian and you know back in the day it was chocolate city so hell no it's like mulatto city it's 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 damn near mixed damn near it's mixed damn near it's like vanilla ice cream with a little bit of sprinkle of fucking chocolate chips in it pretty much that's that's what it looks like everywhere that you go so with that being said i feel like these people that are so-called so scared and so you know upset by us and they always want to be us and do what we do they need to really sit back and just analyze themselves. Like, just take a mirror and just look in the mirror at yourself and just realize that you are not who you are. You are not the real person that you think that you are. You want to be black, and it's okay. It's okay. But what you're not going to do in the process of you thinking that you're black or you wanting to be black, you're not going to try to really cue us because we are trying to do something positive in the community. Here this man is with his children doing something positive, okay? Because you rather, you rather him be the stereotype of what you think a black man is supposed to do or be. But instead, y'all want to harass him because he's gardening. Wow. Damn America. You can't garden while you black. You can't even pick up trash while you black. Wow. And this is what I say to my black people. We as a race, as a community, we need to look out for ours. We need to make sure that we don't always bring ours down because at the end of the day, they're going to protect theirs. And we have to make sure that we protect ours. Because if we don't, we're just going to fail ourselves. We're just going to be the same stereotypes that they want us to be. We're just going to be still in that same mindset that they think that they have us in. So, to turn around that story and to turn around that narrative, we have to be able to stick together. We have to be able to represent and we have to be able to support each other. Because shit like this is outrageous. 
it's ridiculous. It's 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 actually funny. It really is. It it actually is funny. Like you honestly sat there and harassed me while I'm at a park planting little sunflowers, planting little whatever, and you got an attitude. You mad? Why you mad, sis? Why you so mad? Damn America. So damn America, Bernie Sanders, he's not a Democrat. A lot of people are shocked, I guess. I guess people, you know, expected him because, you know, he, I don't know. I don't know why they put him in that category. Who knows? But what I do encourage everyone to do is make sure you guys do your research and make sure you guys know exactly what this person stands for that is going to be on these ballots coming in 2020. And then damn America, you can't even garden while you black. But they want to be us. They think that they're moving us right along. Like we're just on that damn ship from the Amistad. And we just going yonder. No, bitches. We're here to stay. Okay? And while we're here, we're going to make our communities what we want it to be. Okay? Just like you doing for yours. So, with that being said, I hope and pray that that man gets all his cash, okay? Every last bit of it. Every bit of it, okay? Every bit of it. So now let's get into our rising star. So our rising star is Jasmine Jones. She's 29. And so while she watched her grandmother battle breast cancer, she wondered why there weren't better options for survivors who needed to find bras for their post um their post bodies. So she decided to fill the void, partnering with the top breast surgeon to launch Cherry Blossom Intimates, which is a breast health uh, facility and a bra shop that uses um, post-mactismony 3D chest wall scanning technology to create customized prosthetics in a boutique setting. So shout out to her. She's from Washington, D.C., okay? Um, She has a Bachelor's of Arts and Science, and she went to Trinity University. So shout out to Jasmine Jones. We lift her up as our rising star with that good black magic, okay? So I hope everyone enjoyed their week. I know in Atlanta, I had me a good-ass fucking time, and I was twerking, twerking to the gods. Even my good friend Amber, shout out to her, happy belated birthday. She was twerking to the gods, okay? Okay. So let's get into the twerk something segment, good people. So, Wendy Williams returned. And when she returned, I ain't gonna front, she was looking good. Wig was looking good. She had a blunt cut, looking great. Um, She didn't address her cheating ass husband. And she basically told us, mind your your business, bitches. Mind your bitches, niggas. Me and my man is okay. No, bitch. You're not okay. Your man still got the mistress pregnant. The mistress is living in a whole nother fucking house. I think that's like up the street or down the street from y'all. So, I don't... I don't see how you look okay. And then you post this other picture and those fucking nostrils of yours. Them shits. One side is like pushed in. One, I don't know what the fuck's going on. You know, there's world rumors out that he beat your ass. Okay. And that was a big deal because his mother came out and told us about that. So, 
This is what I'm wondering, Wendy. If it took for you just to come back to tell us to mind our fucking business, but you could have been back. You could have been back. You could have gave us a show. You could have already, you know, addressed all of this. Nick Cannon. See, the thing was, Nick Cannon, when he got up on there, he done brought the ratings up so goddamn high that they liked him so good that you were scared that he was going to take your job. Okay, and as much shit as you talk about him on that show, you couldn't have that. No, 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 no. That wouldn't be right. So, Wendy's here. She's returned. She tells us to mind our fucking business. And a bitch like me, I'm nosy bitch. So, I want to know when the baby is born, what it look like. Okay, is it a girl or boy when the baby shower? So, bitch, I'm going to be in the business. Okay, bitch. Okay, I'm going to sip the tea when it comes to me all right one day okay okay and speaking of wendy tamar was on wendy and tamar is gushing over this new man of hers and she's getting a spinoff show and apparently vincent herbert is supposed to be on the show and they're supposed to be showing them co-parenting and all that other stuff. Because a lot of people, we've been looking for Vince. Like, I've been looking for him. I'm trying to see how skinny he has really gotten. Like, I'm looking for Vince. I know Vince is in some legal trouble. He owed people. Uh, I think he got evicted or some shit. So, he owed with that. Uh, the thing about Tamar. Um, we like Tamar and Vince. Like, we like that show after the Braxtons. I don't know... How I can do with just Tamar. So I really have to compose myself and get myself together with that because she is a lot. And another thing is too, I saw a post about her coming at an old lady in the church because of her wig or something. Sis, sis, sis. Now when you went so called natural, you told us you told us you wasn't doing no more wigs. You was over the wigs. You you know ain't about it. Bitch, your wig down, okay? Wig down, all right? I probably seen that bald head maybe 10 times max. 10 times max. So for you, you, you tried it. You tried it to come at the lady about the wigs, honey. Because you, sometimes them wigs don't be on point for you at all, okay? At all. So I need you to just will it on back a little bit, Tay-Tay, okay? Will it on back. Okay, because sometimes your shit be crazy. Um, so y'all know I love this man. I mean, I don't love him, but you know, when I was in Atlanta, I was looking for him, thinking that I was gonna like, you know, have a conversation with him, take a couple of handy shots with him, you know, just embrace in his presence. And that would be future. So, Future gets accused of fat shaming and telling, I guess, the promoters or the owners of the club, don't let no fat bitches in the club. And then come to find out, like, when I see this DM message of the girl in Future, she basically is lying on Future and saying, like, oh, well, you know, just say you told me to say it. And Future's like, nah, like, you ain't gonna put no dirt on my name. Now, this is the thing about that. A lot of people want clout so bad that they'll do any and everything to get the clout. Really, any and everything. So here you are thinking that this man is going to sit there and lie and say that he 
didn't want no fat bitches in the this is future he want all the bitches he want every last one of them okay he done he done got sick he got six baby mothers okay six you think he give a fuck what these bitches look like fuck no the last baby mother is not that cute okay he wants bitches. I don't give a fuck if they're fat. I don't give a fuck if they're dinosaurs. I don't give a fuck if they're fucking frogs. He wants them. He wants them. So, for you to think that he was fat shaming is quite ridiculous. It's quite like to the next power. Like, no. This nigga loves bitches. Okay? And he wants all of them. Every... That's why I keep, I keep telling y'all, listen to this nigga lyrics. If you listen to the song, My Collection, he wants them. He wants these bitches in his collection. These bitches are not going anywhere. Come on now, really? Fat shaming, please. See, this is why I needed to see this nigga in Atlanta so we can have this conversation, have it over a glass of Hennessy, have it over, you know, some chicken tenders and some fries, you know, something simple, okay? So I can just get into his mind as, you know, what he thinks as a nigga. Okay, but you know, I didn't get I didn't get my chance. But a bitch will get her chance. A bitch will get her chance. I will get her chance. I will get a chance. Um, so everybody wants baby mothers. Like I I don't know what it is. Everybody just wants to be a baby mother. Nobody wants to be girlfriend, wife. Everybody just wants to be a baby mother. So you know, the Migos manager Pierre Thomas. He has two women pregnant at the same time. So we all know Lee. Uh, um, the galore girl she is pregnant she's eight months and then he has another bitch pregnant Carla Will she's nine months so basically he was fucking with these bitches at the same time they got pregnant at the same time the galore girl she feels some type of way I think because I don't think he'd be paying her that much attention it's just like okay you're here whatever and I think more so she's extra pissed because this baby is coming. Like, the baby is coming. So, I mean, what are we to say to this? I mean, it, it's going to be messy. It's going to be messy when the babies come. Um, they're damn near. They're damn near twins. I'm just going to say they're fucking twins. Fuck it. I don't know. Probably ain't do the math right. They're twins. Fuck it. Eight to nine months. Twins. Pretty much twins. They're twins. I'm just going to sip on that. I don't even know how to break that the fuck down. But that's just some nasty ass shit. Basically, we can't even put him in the category with the hashtag that the black man cheat. Because he was very open with these bitches. And I mean open. Open to the point where he got them knocked up at the same fucking time. Same fucking time. Let me tell y'all, it's something in that fucking Atlanta water. Something. And I drunk water down there and a bitch is staying away from niggas. Because it's something in that fucking water. I don't know what it is, but it's something in the water. Um, I just I just don't know what to do. Well, hopefully he'll be there for both of them. Uh I wonder if these bitches gonna go to the same hospital and have the baby at the same hospital. I wonder if these bitches even going to the same doctor. This is some shit. This is something. This is messy. This is messy. And I'm here for it. I am here for it. I'm living in it. But this is some messy shit. These bitches probably got the same doctor, the same... Oh, you know what? What if these bitches are next to each other in the same room giving birth and he got to go back and forth? This is some crazy ghetto shit. 
Oh, I didn't think of it that way. They probably go to the same doctor. They probably, you know, do their appointments around the same time. Oh, wow. Hmm. So, I really feel for Kevin McCall, y'all, because he was very emotional in his thing because he, you know, cried and said he wanted to see his children. And I don't know if Eva is not allowing him to see the kids or he's just not stepping up. But, you know, Eva is one shady bitch because then, you know, Kevin is, you know, crying his heart out. And I mean, it's some weird, the tears were real. They were real. And she goes and posts a picture with her new husband with Kevin McCall's daughter. I'm like, damn, bitch, damn, damn. This man just cried. I mean, he on Instagram crying with his big ass poppy eyes. He crying. The fucking tears is rolling down like a goddamn river. And I mean, he is crying. And I'm just thinking to myself, nigga, why you crying? You could be on the phone trying to figure this shit. Like, why do people feel that they got to give us everything on Instagram? The crying, the ass shaking. Like, why do we need it? Why didn't you just call up your baby mothers and figure this shit out? Like, why the fuck are you crying to us? What the fuck are we going to do? What, what the fuck are we going to do? O- only thing I can do is do what I'm doing now. Talk about your ass. Like, what the fuck am I going to do? Look at you crying. Like, am I supposed to send you something? Am I supposed to cash app you something? Am I supposed to send you a box of tissues, nigga? Like, what the fuck do you want from us crying? Like, what? What the fuck do you want? So, that just threw me back. Like, I didn't know what he wanted from us, what he expected. But it was just like, okay, this nigga hurt. Huh. Bitches get hurt every day. Niggas hurt bitches every day. I may go outside and get hurt. Like what the fu- like what the fuck did you expect from us? Like I don't I don't know what he wanted. I don't know what he wanted, but hopefully he got it. I mean, hopefully he get to see the kids. I don't know. Like do like Chingy nigga and be one phone call away. Like figure it out. Like I, I don't know. Like uh, I don't know, but. God rest his little heart. Um, Kodak Black, you know, he ain't thought. He went on Regine. He told Tulia basically he want to have, you know, sex with her. And I think the internet just spewed that out of proportion. Like, the shade room is just shady as fuck. And they, they, they use their name good. Um, he basically was saying, like, okay, Lil Wayne is supposed to be at this club. Where the fuck this nigga at? I don't see him. Club almost over. He ain't come over and dap me up. Like, where Lil Wayne? And they made it seem like he was coming at Wayne. So then Regine, with her little fast ass, she got up in the comments and was like, oh, niggas need to respect my father. He the go, bitch, we know. Um, then, you know, Toya got in it because... Kodak Black basically told Regine she was ugly. She needed to get, fix her hair. He he came. He came with the shade, baby. And he talked about somebody's hair and his hair looked woo. But anyway, I feel like the internet stirred that up. I feel like the internet made it bigger than it was. And it really wasn't that serious. But, I mean, it's the internet. The internet is undefeated. And it's fucking Kodak Black. So, 
And like he said, he's in a happy relationship, Toya, so he can't get none of your yams. Okay. But I just feel like that was really blown out of proportion. So, you know, okay. Um, blown out of proportion. So, Atlanta, loving Hip Hop Atlanta's stupid trailer has came out. And it's really Mona, Mona. The drama is like really blown out of proportion. This Rashida and Kirk storyline, we just gonna keep this going with the kid and all of that shit. And Rashida finally is gonna meet Cannon. Like it's just blown out of proportion. Carly Red is so called in love, and she's getting married. Then we have Mimi. She was so called robbed and they threatened to shoot like it's just a lot of unnecessary drama on this super trailer i mean do we need it is it going to be funny i mean not funny is it going to be good i don't know tommy's not on this season but scrap is coming back like it's just a lot um stevie J, he done talk fucking faith evans into getting into this shit and you know jocelyn had already popped shit about Stevie still, you know, calling her, trying to get some of that boho, whatever the fuck that means. And I just feel like it's just no, I might not even watch, like, I didn't even watch Love and Hip Hop New York. Like, I literally watched it off the internet, just clips. Clips is all I need. So that's probably how I do Atlanta. Like, I'll watch probably one episode, which is the season premiere, then I'll be done with it. But it's a lot of shit going on with that. I, I, I mean... I don't need the franchise anymore. Like the, like I don't need Love and Hip Hop franchise. I don't need it. Like it doesn't serve a purpose. It's like drawn out. It's just like these fake ass storylines. It's just, it's just enough. So that's coming. Um, speaking of the Puerto Rican princess, her show got delayed because everyone knows that she's supposed to get a show on We. Her shit got delayed. Um, what it was gonna be about? Nobody knows. We didn't care. Um. I guess Bonnie Bella's gonna be on the show. Like, I don't know. But honestly, I can only see the Puerto Rican princess on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, and she's not gonna be on there. So it's just like, I don't know if I can see or watch her, like Tamar, by herself on a show for maybe an hour. It's probably what they're gonna give her. I don't think I can do that, but we'll see. Um, Offset has won us over. He did a Breakfast Club interview. He sound very intelligent. He sound mature. He grown up. So we're not putting him, or I'm not going to put him in the fuck you nigga category. He's going to come over to nigga we like you category. So we like him now. He manned up to his shit. He said him and Cardi went to counseling, and he loved that girl. He loved her. Um, can we understand why he did the shit he did, but he loved her? We don't know. That's just what niggas do. But we're going to wheel him back in. We're going to take him out of the fuck you nigga category and bring him to the nigga we like you. And we're just going to keep him there like two and a half percent. Like he's in the middle. Like he's in the middle with nigga we love you, nigga fuck you. Like you know how you got that love and hate relationship for niggas. Like one minute you love the nigga and the next minute you like fuck that nigga. So he's like halfway. He's like in the middle. Like in the damn flat middle. So... Hopefully, he don't do no shit that get him all the way over to the fuck you nigga category again. But um, that interview was a good interview. I enjoyed it. Um, he, he does do a lot for his kids. He loves his kids. He's all about the kids. And, you know, at the end of the day, he said he loves Cardi. I, but I feel that the nigga may still be cheating. But we don't know. 
We shall see. But right now, he's in the middle. He's in the middle. All right? Just keep him in the middle, y'all. Like, like the album cover, just split it down the middle. One side is, nigga, we love you. One side, nigga, fuck you, nigga. Okay? So that's how we gonna keep him. Um, My favorite couple is Safari and Erica Mena because they have that cancer and Scorpio love. And, you know, I told y'all it was a rumor that Erica might be pregnant. I don't know. It looks like she has a flat stomach. I don't know. Maybe she had a miscarriage. But I did see some text messages of Safari. They have be cheating already down in CIAA. Now, I'm just going to use this as rumor control because I don't know how truthful this is. But I just pray that my man Safari ain't cheating already. Okay, I just pray because this love that they have, this love is pure. And it's beautiful, people, and it's romantic. And a bitch is about to cry for this love because this love is something. This is beautiful love, people. And when I see love like this, I just get so happy. I just get so happy. But I just pray. I just pray to the gods that this nigga ain't cheating. Please don't be cheating, nigga. Please don't be cheating, nigga. Let's just say a prayer. Dear God. We just hope that Safari is not cheating God because we love this love that they have, God. We love this Cancer and Scorpio love, Jesus. And they're a power couple, Lord. They are a power couple, yes, Lord. And we just pray that those text messages that I saw, Jesus, those are just rumors, Lord. And we just pray that this couple makes it into eternity. And in your name, we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Woo, so I said a prayer for them. And the Lord is going to see them through. And the Lord is going to bless them. Because I believe in this love. Because this is true love. This is true love. This Cancer and Scorpio love is something, Lord. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Woo. I had to get myself together, Lord. Because that thing almost made me cry. Almost made me shed a tear, Lord. Woo. All right. Uh, so, you know, Jenny Mai, she has been a lot, okay? She's been a lot. I, I don't like her on the real, to be honest. Um, She is, you know, was having a little thing with Young Jeezy. And she talks about the spousal support thing. And basically, the new girlfriend calls her ass out and is like, bitch, you lying. You know, like, why you keep bringing up Freddie? Why you keep talking about him? Like, we're over here taking care of our baby that you did not want, okay? I've been cheating with your husband for a long time. And he gave me a baby, bitch. So, what's up? So, you know, she's talking about the spousal support, you know. And, you know, she calls her out about it. And, I, you know... When I read the post, because it was so goddamn long, like, bitch, how is this post so long? You got a newborn, like, damn. So it was so long. It was just basically coming at her real heavy and just basically saying, like, look, Freddie is happy. You didn't want this. You always say you didn't want it. You were selfish. Like, go away, bitch. Like a bee. Like, be, be, bye. Be gone. Like, get out of here. So that right there was some tea, too. But, I mean, Jenny Mai, she... I think, I, I honestly think she pissed y'all. She's mad. She's in her feelings. Freddie is happy. He done moved on. He got this baby that he always wanted. Like, he's living his best fucking life. And she's pissed about it deep down inside. I know the bitch is. I know she is. So, as much as she doesn't want to uh, own up to it, 
She mad. Sis is mad. Uh, so Molly from Insecure, um, her and her man broke up, Avon. And I heard her say on her podcast that, like, you know, it wasn't a bad breakup. It wasn't nothing really crazy because they never really had sex and stuff like that. So when I looked at this fine-ass man that she was with, and I was just looking, I'm like, damn, this bitch ain't give him none? Like, what the fuck? That's probably why he left, bitch, because she wasn't giving him no coaching. Like, this man is fine as hell. Now, bitches, I know, after the first couple of dates, yeah, you probably want to play that 90-day rule, I'm keeping my coochie in my pants shit. But, bitch... After a couple of days, bitch, give him some, okay? He done took you on like 10 dates. Y'all going across the country. Y'all going to this exotic ass place. It's like, bitch, give him some. Like, it's okay. Bring the coochie out to play. Like, bring it out. So, when she said that, my mouth dropped. I was just like, oh, wow. This fine specimen ain't getting no ass. Wow. Oh, he getting ass. Just ain't from you. So, that's long and gone. But I, I, I was shocked. Like, I just knew that she was giving some ass. Like, I really did. I just knew they was just in bliss happiness. But apparently, she ain't giving none. So, I don't know. And it's a rumor control, too, that um, Issa, Issa Rae, she's engaged um, I saw a picture of her with a engagement ring on, so she's definitely engaged. I don't know to who. Uh, that hasn't, you know, came across my eyes yet, but she's definitely engaged. Um, I don't know if it's maybe for insecure because they're shooting. Like I don't know, but she's definitely has a ring finger on her finger. So engagement ring. So we should see as that comes about, but um. A lot of people thinking it may be Asian because, you know, she did that thing about about the Asian. So we don't know. We shall see. Now, let's get into the reason why we named this show KKK, Kardashian and Clout Killers. And uh, this tea right here that I'm about to spill, I don't think a lot of people have heard it. And it's very exclusive, so. Tristan Thompson has been saved and the Lord has brought him through. Thank you, Jesus. And what we what we want to say, Lord, is that we thank you, Lord, for saving this man, Lord, and for, you know, getting him out of the devil's house, Lord. And we just want to say thank you, Jesus, because Tristan Thompson, he got out before it got bad. So... My sources tell me that Tristan never wanted to be with Chloe. He still talks to his baby mother. His baby mother is still good friends with his father. They still, you know, have a connection. They all still talk. They all still, you know, communicate. Tristan tells all the business to LeBron, to JR. To all his NBA players, so they know all the Kardashian business. Um, this is the thing. 
When this shit happened with Jordan, he didn't know that Jordan was going to get put in the mix, so he feels very bad about that. But when it first came out that he was cheating, Mama Chris, she knew. Kim knew. Because what happened was, my sources tells me that her friend was at a party. Her friend took pictures of Tristan with these girls hooked up. She went to TMZ. She told TMZ, like, look, I have these pictures. This is a good story. TMZ said, no, we're not running it. She couldn't believe why. Went to page six. Page six said, well, we already know about this. We're holding off. We're not running it. So, okay. Apparently, the players had a party. Tristan was there. Cameras was out. But Mama Chris and Kim decided that they were going to hire a private investigator to follow Tristan and to get pictures and anything that he was doing. And the reason why they hired this private investigator is because a little birdie named Lala put in Kim's ear that Tristan was out there, he was doing this, that, and the third, and, you know, to put her on full force. So they have these pictures. They get everything. They get all the details. They never tell Chloe. They never informed her. They never told her they hired a private guest investigator. They never told her about the first time that he cheated. No, nothing. They already knew. So what they did was they used this information for the show. So when it was time for the show to come out, that's when TMZ ran the story. That's when all the blogs ran the story. And that's how Chloe found out on the blogs. So here your older sister, your mother, everybody knows they're capitalizing off of your hurt for ratings for the show because they know nobody's watching that shit no more. So we know how Chloe is. Chloe was always the ugly duckling. Now that she's not the ugly duckling anymore, she loves hard. She's a cancer. Here this bitch is thinking this man is so in love with her, thinking that he's all about her, thinking that, you know... He, you know, wants to be with her, all of this. But come to find out, that's not the tea. So LeBron James' agent, who is Rich Paul, who's also managing Tristan Thompson, he is so happy right now that Tristan finally cut Chloe off completely. So Rich Paul and the entire Cavaliers team couldn't stand how Chloe would be at the games. They never wanted her there because it took away from the game. So Chloe was basically the joke of the team. So Savannah, who we all know is LeBron James' wife, and Rich Paul, um, because Tristan wanted out of the relationship so badly, but Chloe never got the hint. Chloe would just pop up at Tristan's games and did it maybe three and you know, and it did it did it maybe three or four weeks ago. Like he he'll she'll just be popping up and shit, showing up. So it was at the time Tristan came up with a plan to publicly do things to get rid of her since she wasn't taking a hint. Through all the purposely cheating, getting caught, you know, what he was doing. The reason I'm the reason is because Rich Paul, he's the T. He's the true T because he's going to get it. Like, basically, Rich Paul is the one that's just like, look, this is what you need to do. He came up with the plan. Like, basically, Tristan, get caught, do this, do that, so you can just be out of it. So, 
let me see. Oh, this shit is so crazy. So, Rich Paul, he felt so bad that Tristan would get, like, he just wanted Tristan to get over, get, hold on, let me see. Rich Paul felt so bad the team and Tristan would get into it over Chloe being there. And Tristan and LeBron and Paul, to the owner of the Cavaliers, is celebrating that this has finally come to an end. But most importantly, they're happy because Tristan can finally live again. They said the only really reason Tristan is still on the Cavaliers, even though they suck, is because of Rich Paul. Rich is trying to keep Tristan there because Tristan wants to play in L.A., but he knows Chris Jenner will make it hell for Tristan if he plays in L.A. So Rich Paul is keeping him in Cleveland for right now. So here this nigga did. Any and everything. Because I know everybody was like, why the fuck is this nigga out in the open doing this shit? Like, do he know that cameras be everywhere? Do he know that he's messing with a Kardashian? Like, they always in the public, the attention. At this point, this nigga didn't give a fuck. He did this shit for some clout. He did this shit to get his name out there. So, basically, he like, look, this shit is getting too crazy. It's too much attention. This shit is getting ridiculous. I'm really not into her for real because I keep going back to the same looking girl that looks like my baby mother. So, I clearly have a type. So I'm just going to keep getting caught and I'm just not going to, you know, let people see me. I'm just going to keep getting caught no matter what, who cares, like see me at this point. Like you're going to see me. I'm out here cheating. Fuck it. That was his way of getting out. He ain't care. Chloe still blows up his phone. He don't answer. He only wants to answer when it comes to true, but she has to speak to a family member. That's how cut off this bitch is. He don't want nothing to do with them. So this person that y'all see Tristan out with, she's a decoy. She's actually messing with one of his teammates on his team. So he's not even messing with this girl that y'all thought he went to um, dinner with in New York that y'all see him out with. She's not messing with him. This is all a decoy for Chloe to finally like get the hint even more. Like, bitch, I moved on. Bitch, I don't want nothing to do with you. God damn, we had this fucking baby. Like, what the fuck? So at this point, Chloe, like I told you last week, you have a baby. That's what you always wanted. You have your mixed baby. It is what it is. You got money. Raise your child. Like, forget about it. Like, let it let it be. Like, let it fucking be. This boy outsmarted the fucking Kardashians pretty fucking much. And he knows so much fucking tea off the strength of Chloe just confiding in him that they're scared that he's going to go and bust his bubble. All the fucking NBA already know. They know. They fucking know. So I'm sure Chris is typing up fucking NDAs, okay? And TMZ works for them. So anytime you see a Kardashian story get spilled and it's like a negative or like a spin to it, TMZ. They have them on speed dial all day. Speed dial. So the Kardashian clan is coming down. There's some fucking clout killers, but they try to kill your clout, but you got to be one ahead of them. So... Shout out to Tristan. He made it through, Lord. He is saved. Lord Jesus, he's saved. He is saved. So, this other tea that I have, I may have to call in some reinforcements. And I may have to call Maury. Because Maury may have to do a, a test, a DNA test. We may have to have the, you are not the father. Um... So, you know, everybody 
Travis Scott went on another thing of tours, shows. We see him at Stormy's birthday party. You know, they looking like a real happy family. And I had told y'all before in previous episodes that the bodyguard was probably this baby's father because I did a fucking pick snitch. Now, I can own up when my pick snitches don't be right when it comes to this DNA. I can't own up to that because I was wrong with Alexis Sky. But uh, this fucking DNA here that I have, this pick snitch, this shit is probably right. This shit is accurate. And I just need to get Maury on the line so I can just hear him say, you are not the father. And I just want Kylie to go up there and just be like, oh, you see, he got his eyes, he got his nose. And you know, I just want her to start crying on the floor and shit. So, Travis Scott, he had his shows. He canceled some shows. He got off of Instagram. I know y'all saw TMZ run the story that, you know, he's so-called cheating. That's the narrative that the Kardashians want y'all to have. But that is not the correct narrative. So, Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott, they got into a fight because Kylie told Travis that Tyga may be the father of her child, baby Stormy. It's one years old. The baby was never DNA tested. Travis just signed the birth certificate assuming he was the father. Travis is very disappointed, but Kylie isn't sure if Tyga is the dad, so they're going to do a DNA test. Tyga already had an idea that the baby could be his and even tried to get the baby tested through Kylie. Tyga also publicly said the baby was his as well. However... Mama Chris paid Tyga a lot of money to walk away and not speak on them at all. Tyga is under a DNA uh, under an NDA contract through Chris, so he's not allowed to speak on it. Now, the true tea is this. Not only did Kylie tell Chloe and Jordy that Tyga may be the father. So when all the shit broke out with Kylie, Jordan, and uh, Chloe, Kylie went into a panic attack and she called up Travis, told him that the baby's not his. And Kylie assumed Jordy would leak this tea through a third party, so she wanted to get in front of it. It has nothing to do with Travis cheating. He's been accused of cheating before and never disabled his accounts. The tea won't come out because. This information is inside and it's very private. So this is exclusive as tea for y'all right now. So like I said, don't listen to TMZ. They're working with the Kardashians to get paid to spend their stories. If it is true he cheated, that information could have came out during their fight that they had because he was pissed. Like this fucking baby is not his. So he was so pissed after Kylie called him that he canceled his show in Buffalo and he took a fight to Kylie's house and that's when all hell broke loose between them over the baby. So, Maury, I need to call you. I need you to tell me and to give me the permission to say your slogan. You are not the father. Hear this, boy. And his little career was starting to get shot because he did the Super Bowl. People was coming at him. His Mike Brown interview surfaced the internet. Like, losing people. All because he fucking with a Kardashian. And then 
the fucking baby ain't even his. And I know everybody was trying to figure out. They was trying to, you know, get into the features. And they like, oh, yeah, I see it. He looks like, oh, she looks. No, 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 no. And then another thing. Let's think about it. If Tiger, if Tiger is the father of this baby, this shit is nasty. Nasty. Because China has a baby with Rob. Tyga has a baby with China. And Tyga would be the father of this baby. That's just nasty. And Kris Jenner knew she ain't want that nasty shit to come out because her daughter would even be more dirty and nasty and a thought and a fucking hoe. I keep telling y'all that Kylie is the new Kim. I keep telling y'all this, but nobody wants to listen to me. She is the new Kim. But she's Kim where she's a billionaire. She got money. And she made money off of something that she didn't like, her fucking lips. But this tea right here, this is some shit, okay? So clearly she's, eight, what, 21 now? She don't know who her baby father was. I mean, shit happens. Shit happens, sis. A lot of bitches don't know who their baby father is. Join the crowd. Okay? You was popping, you was locking, and you was dropping it. And you just don't know who your baby father is. Okay? Ain't nothing wrong with that, sis. Ain't nothing wrong with it. You want to be a part of the black community so bad. Hell, some of the white girls don't know who their baby father is either. So, bitch, here this boy, he done took care of this baby. He done signed his birth certificate. He in home videos, all this shit. And he probably not even the fucking father. And that tea right there, I got to sip on it. Because mm. that's some fucking tea. That's some tea. That is some fucking tea. And I got some more exclusive tea. And it's going to close out the twerk something segment. So remember how I just told y'all that Tristan knows everything. So Tristan, Chloe told Tristan that Kim Kardashian is cheating. She has a boy toy. He lives in Miami. And when they go on these vacations, when you see Courtney, Kim, and all the kids, he's there with them. And apparently, she's cheating and with this new boy toy because Kanye can't get it up no more because of his meds. So, she decided to find her a new boy toy. So, you know, we don't know if he is. DJ Khaled and P. Diddy know. I believe they've seen her. I don't know. And remember, Kanye wanted to get Kim this condo in Miami, but she shut that shit down. That's because her boo is in Miami. So, we don't know if he is the manager of the club story or he is security there. He is black. We do know that. Um, so, we'll see how this develops. Um, a lot of people... And the NBA know this tea, honey. And this is exclusive just for Shanghai Chronicles. So, listen, I just want y'all to know that these KKK Kardashian clout killers, they're coming down. The throne is about to come down. And I don't know how they're going to cover up this shit. And if they cover up this shit, Kris Jenner is just a, a mastermind, okay, if they cover this shit up. But we shall see. 
we shall see. But this is a very exclusive tea. No one knows about it. This is the first that you're hearing it. But we shall see. So the twerk something segment, I feel I've done a lot of twerking. I did a lot in Atlanta. I'm going to do a lot tonight. So uh, I hope you guys were able to take all the tea in. Okay, honey. So let's get into what you won't do. So what you won't do, R. Kelly, is yell at us at 7 a.m. in the morning with this Gail interview on Good Morning. Okay? You're not going to yell. You're not going to keep asking us the camera on. You're not going to give us these fake-ass crocodile tears. Okay? You're yelling. It's 7 a.m. We, we don't want it. We we don't need the yells, you know. We don't need you yelling at us. We're just trying to figure out this shit. Like, don't yell. Don't yell at us, okay? And then what you won't do, white woman, is call the police because your dog got humped by another dog. Bitch, really? All right? That dog saw something that he liked, so he went over there and humped on it. It's a dog. That's what they do. They hump, okay? And you're going to call it, oh, I guess it's, I guess you did the me too with the dog. The dog had the me too. Oh, okay. Okay. So, what you want to do, R. Kelly, is yell at us at 7 a.m. 7 a.m., my brother. Don't yell. Don't yell. I, I felt it through the screen. I felt like you were right there in my ear and my face just yelling. Don't yell. And what you want to do, white woman, is call the police because your dog got humped by another dog. Okay. That dog was feeling frisky. And your dog probably looked good to him or her. And they just wanted some, okay? Ain't nothing wrong with that, all right? Ain't nothing wrong with that. I don't see nothing wrong with that. Nothing at all. So, this has been episode 73. KKK, Kardashian Clout Killers. I hope everyone has a wonderful weekend. I hope everyone uh, had a wonderful work week. Uh, shout out to my man, Sean. Happy birthday. Okay. I hope you live it up. Um, you can catch all episodes on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. And you can also catch um, me on Instagram with Shanghai underscore Chronicles and Shanghai 87. Okay. I know I keep telling y'all the website is coming. It's coming. It's coming, damn it. It is coming, okay? It's coming. And I just hope everyone has a wonderful weekend again. And I am out. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain. And it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.